Hey everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley with my friend Elisa Woods, who just dropped a bomb on me that she doesn't like potato lays. Oh no, not a fan. <sighs> Sometimes. Hey Jared, I'm Jared's more, here too. I'm more of a Taco John's than a Taco Bell. That Chalupa Crunchwrap Ooh. Supreme? Oh yeah. What? You just got them wrong then. No. Taco Bell has crunch wrap I'm going to be honest. I you don't said know the you're answer. You're more of a Taco John's than a Taco Bell, though. No, I'm t- more Taco Bell than Taco John's. But you John's. said Taco John's. Well, start this thing over then because I meant <laughs> that I just don't like potato Olays, okay? RIP Cyclone Fanatics potential sponsorship <laughs> with Taco John's. No, currently. listen. Abelardo's hit me up. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be your sponsor. I don't really. I'll just eat it all. Yeah. So including potato lays. Not me. They do have churros. I wonder if they still have churros. They do, I think. Oh, they're good. Well, there you go. Might be stopping there <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> anyway, so Elisa and I t- texted earlier today, and the only thing that we know we're going to talk about is that we each have a bunch of random topics. So oh, this yeah. is going to be a real humdinger. No, I think mine are all the same as yours. <laughs> That's because we're great minds think yeah. alike, as they say. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Christmas episode, <laughs> you're going to find out that we have all the same topics. And Steph's, true. St- what's going to happen is Steph's <laughs> going to tell you all the facts about them, and I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sup. Uh, and then you'll throw it in yeah. something funny. I'm again. like the another one. Like I'm just gonna hype you up the whole time. Major key alert. Yeah. Major key. Uh, so I really do think tonight could be fun. Uh, before I have another comment to make, but I'll get through our sponsorships first because I'm a responsible adult. Our sponsorship. Pod- <laughs> Wait. Our, I'm a responsible sponsorship. Look at that. (laughs) Our podcast, of course, is sponsored by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Kids are back to school. Finally. They're not kids. They're adults, but the kids are back to school, too. Some of them are kids. 17. Like Doogie Howser. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure everybody's glad glad to be back. And they went back during a snowstorm. So good for them. Did they have classes during the uh, Oklahoma hooker, as this (laughs) snowstorm has been called? I don't know. (laughs) Arnold had his class, but it was virtual. Oh, okay. I don't know how they're doing all that. But regardless, students are back at the Ivy College of Business getting smart over there. Uh, We, of course, the whole entire podcast network is now fueled by Cody Road and the other great spirits made by our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company in beautiful LeClaire, Iowa. So we don't have necessarily, you know, football games to celebrate, but we still have women's basketball to celebrate. So get your Cody Road and start drinking drinking it after big victories. I don't even need something to celebrate. (laughs) You're just drinking. (laughs) I just drink. Fair enough. Celebrate another day. That's right. Okay. We have a couple of uh, super patrons to get through, and then I have a funny story about one of them at the end. Um, We'll first honor Kevin Kenny. He's a 1996 Iowa State graduate, but his claim to fame is being dunked on by Fred Hoiberg more than once, he said, at State Gym. Um, He said he became a Cyclone fan as a child after listening to Pete Taylor call the game-winning shot by Barry Stevens to upset number 10 Missouri in 1983, and from that moment forward, he was an avid Cyclone fan. I love stories like that. I know. You know what? You dropped a couple names there. You got to pick them up. Excuse me? He's a name dropper. Well, I mean, he's he's just telling the truth. I know. I liked it. <laughs> Flex, bro. I thought you, I, at first I thought it was me that name dropped. No. And I was like, I didn't name drop anything. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> no. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, good for him. That's why he's a Cyclone fan, yeah. because of those names. Heck so yeah. Why don't you back off our friend Kevin, Elisa? I was hyping him up. <laughs> okay, now you can hype up our other friends, Perry and Kim Weigel. Let's go. So all six members of the Weigel family are either Iowa State graduates or current, current students, which is pretty cool. I like Iowa State legacies like that and uh, I think their son in their um, the paragraph they sent me their son Chris proposed to his girlfriend Shelby on I think at the Iowa State campus as well so, so that's cute. pretty cool okay this is the funny story I have about another patron his name's Tom Nelson we actually I think we might have read about him on our pod a couple of weeks ago and it was nice and he said he got a lot of feedback about it but then he realized he forgot to mention his wife in his write-up <laughs> So Tom emailed me and asked if we could mention his wife, his wonderful wife, Kate. (laughs) 
So Kate Nelson, <laughs> we are here for you. We got your back, girl. You are seen. <laughs> you are seen. Uh, she was not a Cyclone fan when the two of them met, but now she is more, quote, enthusiastic, end quote, than, <laughs> than Tom. So Kate, we see you. We hear you. We're glad you're here. I love it. She probably heard the podcast and she was like, what Wait a the? second. <laughs> Poor Kate. Are you wearing your ring? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you're not, if you're interested in becoming a super patron, you're not yet, check out all our initiatives on cyclonefanatic.com. And by the way, it's not too late. Sign up. We have a town hall. This it's was it Wednesday night, Jared? Yes, it so is. So by the time this posts, it'll probably be tonight. Wednesday night at eight eight thirty ish. It's going to be Chris and Brent just kind of having a happy hour with all of us. So check it out. Check out all the benefits to becoming a super patron. All right, let's get to it. Did everyone watch the uh, halftime? Cyclone Fanatic show where Jared gave Chris all of the dirty looks that he normally saves for us. <laughs> we literally just went through this and I said no and now you're here to call me out on it. I'm just saying to anyone who didn't see it and you're ever wondering what Jared looks like when we're recording our podcast, all of the body language that he gave to Chris last night is exactly the body language that he gives to us. Sometimes he smiles. So he seems like he's like Ladies, good... sometimes he smiles. He's single. He's single and ready to mingle. And his cheeks are getting red right now. <laughs> Will you take a picture of the face he's making right now? Hold on. Hurry up. Keep making it, Jared. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite thing ever. Hey, ladies. <laughs> No, this is what this is what you get. This for, is what. Yeah, this is what you get for every kicks and no radio show. Whenever a woman calls in, it's like, oh, it's a lady. Like, Jared doesn't do that. I'm not on that show. To be okay. fair, that's not Jared's fault. Well, it's the culture. Okay, I'm I'm not going to dispute you there. For the culture. <laughs> you know he'd do it. Also, I we I forgot to mention this last time. I'm going to give you some credit here for you, so you just relax, wipe that look off your face. Jared was going to legitimately wear the socks that he that we gave him with our faces on it to the Fiesta Bowl, but his planes got all screwed up. He had to unpack his bag and pack it, and he didn't put them back in. But I believe him; he was going to do it. So in exchange, he said that the next time he goes on a date with the lady, yeah. he's gonna wear the socks. <laughs> and then for his wedding. <laughs> Which we will both be <laughs> officiating. We'll just walk by. We'll just walk behind him when he walks up the aisle. It's flower girls. <laughs> uh, I told you guys this is gonna be fun. Oh, just wait till I get out on that dance floor with the stanky leg. Oh lord. <laughs> we have, we've legitimately not talked about anything Nothing. yet. We're already off the rails. All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Why the stanky leg of all the... That's all the jam. Oh, my oh, God, no. Listen, when I get that leg, go... <laughs> Would you be willing to do it right now? Oh, yeah, I'll do it right now. Imagine that Rob Gray will guys, turn up when I uh, crank that by Soldier Boy. Oh, gosh. He's legitimately doing <laughs> Uh, she got off the chair. Can she get back on? Nope. She did. Oh, wow. That's too soon after having a baby to laugh this hard, y'all. <laughs> Ladies, oh. you know. I bet Rob Gray will turn up when uh, turn up. Uh, Crank That by Soldier Boy comes on. <laughs> so we've got Stanky lagging. <laughs> closing that. my eyes and picturing him. Uh, I love it. The that, wobble, that Superman. <laughs> y'all, the wobble? Oh, I can do the wobble. My mother-in-law taught me the wobble. <laughs> so did mine. What was I the one a couple it. years ago that I remember going to Chris's house that Cameron liked? Uh, oh, uh, the, the one, the, oh, um, uh, shoot. Corey likes it, too. It's something about five-year-olds liking it. Rosa probably liked it. Uh, no, that's when Baby you know. Shark? That's always when you know that a dance move has run its course, <laughs> when the five-year-olds start to like it. Like at first, it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're all gonna party up to this song, and then all of a sudden, it's like when Kids Bot makes a yes. remix of WAP. Like yeah. that's when you know that the song's run its course. What is that about the? Man, I can't imagine what that song would be like. Actually, that would be something. Oh, this is gonna bug me. I know what song you're talking about. If I don't think of it by the end of the pod, it was the one where the like. Bro, it's like I'm a not talking about song, any song. I, I don't know oh. what y'all are talking about. A twerking song. I just remember Chris always being like, "Man, I can't believe it." <laughs> well, Corey wasn't twerking, so I don't know what's going on in that I, household. <laughs> my child's at home praying, so <laughs> y'all and your. She, she's listening to Kurt Franklin. Kid. 
Yeah. Everybody else is listening to Cardi B. Uh, yep. <laughs> Take me to the king. That's all, that's all my child knows. <laughs> she uh, wrote shout out to Kirk Franklin. Though. I love Kirk Franklin. Yeah. I, thought, I, don't, I don't know who that was. That was somebody else. Um, but Rosa uh, got Arnold's old flip phone. Yeah. From, I saw his yeah. tweet about that. Oh, yeah. She asked me if um, God had a cell phone. Oh. <laughs> she wants to call that's him up. That's actually very sweet. I know. Call him up. Tell you him sure what you want. sure she hasn't been just listening to Tyrese, Tyrese? Halpert? <laughs> trying, to call, trying to call God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he... He listened, He talked to uh, JJ Reddick about that on his I podcast last week. Oh, oh while we're talking about Tyrese, the puppy name Ames, yep. man, so cute. Oh, Tyrese, you're just playing into our hearts. I know. And you, keep doing it, buddy. Yep. yep. Keep, keep it coming. Keep it up. You love us the way that we love you. Exactly. It's a mutual relationship. Let's it keep is. it going. Yep. Okay. Should we talk about stuff? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that we this have is all I had. <laughs> We're done. Yep, this is all I prepared. Okay, we have to talk about women's basketball because I have a couple of things that are just just ready for right to roll. Oh yeah, lay it on me. Okay, so Saturday was a big loss to Texas. That was a bummer. You watched that game, just never got into the to the rhythm. Ashley Jones being out for you know the vast majority of the first half doesn't help. Yeah, and then she didn't play. She didn't start the second half, and it just never. Well, and then they showed they showed highlights of the Baylor game, and it was obvious like there weren't a lot of backdoor cuts. There were a couple backdoor cuts and then it's like okay then we started hitting threes and it's like okay now we're getting going and they were spreading out the offense but so many times and we talked about this they just dribbled into the corner like just dribbled into the the like it was just a corner into a triple team it was bizarre it just didn't have any flow which is one of the reasons that this team has been so fun to watch is that there's a flow that someone's always moving that ashley jones is always driving and kicking and i don't know it just it was a i kind of felt like it was one of those games that was bound to happen just i would say it hadn't been playing super well like and even against baylor that was you know that was not an incredible game yeah but it just felt like you were waiting for something to kind of collapse so i kind of felt like they were due for that and it came on saturday for sure but they play this week against k-state and then they take on baylor again on sunday don't look forward to it mulkey i see you i'm coming after you baby (laughs) we gotta sweep it oh she's uh she's you know how i feel about piece of work she is i feel like that's what's something you would say it it is something i would say and then you read whatever you want to read into it yeah but i'm excited it's gonna be good bless her heart bless her heart okay so this is the part that's been bugging me okay i'm sure you've heard this and I'm sure you've seen this. There is a certain subset of the population that when I tweet something that says, hey, like, the women are really fun to watch. You should check them out. I inevitably get a response back from this certain subset of the population that says, well, we sure as heck can't enjoy the men, so we might as well enjoy the women. And I'm just telling you, if you're listening to this podcast and you do that to me, I will publicly right. shame you at this point. They're not a consolation prize. No. And th- this is exactly what is driving me crazy about it. Is it, are we probably getting more eyeballs on the women right now because the men aren't playing as well? I don't know. Maybe. And even if we are, let's just say, let's just say we are. Okay. Great. I'm glad more people are watching the women. But saying that you're watching the women, like exactly as you said, as a consolation prize is disrespectful. It takes away the fact that they are good regardless of whether the men are good or bad. True. And if you are the, if, if you're the one who is watching them as an afterthought, that's, that's on you. Right. That's not on the women. That says more about you than it says about anyone else. And there's a way to phrase that to be respectful, to say like, you know what? I haven't been watching them play. I wish I would have been. Yeah. They are very talented. So there, I, 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 because I can understand, you know, like if you are a diehard men's fan and this year the men just aren't playing well and you're like, well, I'm going to look for something, you know, something else. I get that. That's fine. Yeah. Or even to say like, yeah, it's a bright point when the men are so bad. Yeah, exactly. Great. That even at least puts them at, at even footing. But to say I'm only, you know, to, to cut against their success as, as if there's a finite amount of success and because the men aren't doing well, the women can't right. do well. That's not how this works. And beca- that, that assumes if the men were doing well, then you just wouldn't care about the women. Yes. And that, I, and that's, that's the vibe it gives off. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. And the same goes for comments about Co- Coach Prohm's coaching, comparing it against Coach Fenley's coaching. Yeah. I am so sick of seeing the, well, the women women's coach can actually coach type of stuff he guys he was coaching well before coach prom was not coaching well right. like the, again these are not mutually exclusive concepts right 
and I'm just over it. It's been happening for a while, and it's grow it's getting more and more rampant as the fan base grows more and more frustrated with the men, and I'm over it. Oh, I'm over it too. Call them out. I'm going to, and I actually we're going to name you on the podcast. <laughs> we're going to have like and a blacklist. No, I'm just joking. someone. Oh, gosh. Someone commented on it, um, or someone tweeted back at me, and I said I was respectful <clears throat> about it, but I was just like, hey, like. And he clarified, and he said exactly what you said. It was just like, well, no, I, I'm actually, yeah. I, you know, I'm glad to be watching because it is a bright spot. It's something to look forward to. And I was like, oh, great. So there is a way to be respectful about it, but yeah. there's a lot of this nasty stuff. And yeah. it, it just don't take away from the women. They're incredibly talented. They're incredibly fun to watch, regardless of whether the men are good right. or bad. That even makes me think about, like, the Women's World Cup. Well, you know, oh, that happens might as well the watch the women because the men suck. Right. Like, why, why wouldn't you want them both to be good? Right. And I get it. I'm, I'm as frustrated with the men as anybody. Yeah. But taking it out on or making comments that minimize the women's success is not the way to right. do it. You're right. I just had to get that off my chest. You're right. So we should we talk about how fun the men are right now? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Did you watch last night? I uh, watched like 10 minutes of it. The first half was okay. Yeah. I mean, they did well with what, what they, they had. had. <laughs> Which, Jared, I mean, they weren't talking about this anymore. Situation. But here's the thing is, like, I was listening to Coach's Corner on the way here, and Bill Fennelly's like, you know, any other, there are a lot of other teams that would have, you know, canceled the game, but he has integrity. He's a nice guy. What I want to hear is that he's a good coach. I know this I, is exactly like, what we talked about. I last don't time. want to hear that you want your kid to to go play for him because he has integrity. Like integrity is great. Well, and I I will say I appreciate the fact that you know like I what my biggest gripe with Ohio State and the Big Ten was a lot of these teams taking the easy way out and not playing yes. when they could have played. Yes, I hated that, yeah. and I don't think we should do that. And if that's if I don't actually know what the Big Twelve rules are, but assuming we had that option, I'm glad we didn't. We can't, had to play. Can't do that. All right, so there, they, they I mean, had that to takes play. it away, too. If they had the people available, they had to play. But they can say, like, oh, contact tracing, we got two oh, more Oh, you're out. saying like a... I mean, yeah, they could have if they wanted to lie. And right. so that's true. Like, that's what that, I'm that's, saying. That's, that's what he was saying. And I'm glad we didn't. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we didn't. You're right. But that's, and he was just kind of alluding that there are some teams that do it. And it's like, I'm oh, sure there are. And they, great, our men's basketball team, like, doesn't cheat. Like I'm glad we're one of those teams. Absolutely. But that's not a very high standard. It's kind of like what you said last night, Jared. Like, if that's our standard, then where are we? Exactly. Well, yeah, that was my issue with, like, I even said on Cake Snow, I was like, man, I want to see him come out and play hard. Yeah. But, like, once I actually was watching them, it, it got, it just came back to me. I was like, if this is the standard for, like, what you want, then, like, what are we really asking for? Yeah. Right. You know? It's it, too, this is too good of a position like this coaching job is too good of a job and this program has too this much program of a has too much of a history like there's too much potential at iowa state to just be accepting me- mediocrity my favorite one of my favorite quotes ever and it was actually fred hoiberg quoting larry brown was i'm not going to coach effort and like that's what like last night my thing is it's like okay if the bar is so low that we just hope that they come and play hard then we're then it's like what the hell's the point right you know because that's the one thing that you shouldn't have to worry about right you shouldn't have to care whether or not they're going to show up and play hard. right is there a day that you don't or that you hope that they don't bring effort right because if that's just the lowest common denominator is a little bit of effort well then hell put me on the floor <laughs> well and I'll, and I'll also say like of all the I don't know. Like, it's hard to sit and, like, analyze the basketball. But at the same time, it's I think that they could have been put in a better position to be successful. Yeah. I mean, and that's just... You mean last night even? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we can talk about the past. And, like, all this, obviously, like, I think we all can agree on that. But, like, last night when I was watching it, I was oh, like, yeah. I just don't understand the decisions that are being made right now. To so play you, a one-two-two zone the right. way that they were, it's... You can't, like... If you want to know as you play two one two. <laughs> Just joking. Right. Five one five. Uh, <laughs> but that it's one of those things where that defense is hard enough to play. Yeah. That if you don't play zone a lot, and especially for the guy who has to play the top, because you have a lot of responsibilities of dropping back and forth and like knowing where you need to be in specific situations is really, really hard. Yeah. And you have to play at a really high level of energy because you're going to be covering a ton of space. And that's why, like, when I saw them playing that, I don't think I could tell you the last time I ever saw a college team play a one-two-two. Well, and I sent you, you the message too. Like, we don't know what kind of shape these guys are in or what they've been doing for workouts. So you're asking a lot out of these players who potentially haven't done any, yeah. you know, real. They, they very much looked like they learned it two days ago. 
And I was like, if you're going to play zone, play 2-3. Yeah. But if you're if you're playing a 1-2-2 two, two and you're not trapping in the corner, why are you playing it? And there were times where they weren't even covering the guy in the corner. Yeah. Right. Like, And that's what, where I, I, I watched possession where the guy who was on the bottom in the corner, so like for people who don't know what it, how a 1-2-2 works, like on the wing is the one guy at the top's guy. The corner is the guy on the bottom's guy. But then when it goes to the corner, the guy on the bottom comes out, guy at the top stays where he's at, and then the one is going to drop all the way down to the middle basically and Which so then it m- more or less covering yeah. a lot of and so like then more or less it turns into like a two three yeah and like chris and i were texting and he made a comment about rasier covering playing the middle of a two three and i was like well they're actually not playing two three playing one two two and like the rasier's playing the top so like he always has to come all the way down like but that's the position that you're in with Razier Bolton having to be the middle guy on the rebounds. Yeah. You know why they can't get a damn rebound? <laughs> because Razier Bolton's because trying to get the rebound. <laughs> your point guard is trying to block right. out six ten guys. Right. Well, did did they extend it and did they press at all or no? No. 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 They just sat back in it. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I didn't understand that. Give your guys a shot it, to well, do what they've been doing. Right. Give them a chance. And like that's and, like saying like, well, let's just kick the field goal here because I don't think that you can get the touchdown. Well and if you're a team if you're Syracuse you know, and like Syracuse plays zone all the time. So those guys have zone principles and ideas it's nailed into their head. Them. That's what you do is you play mm-hmm. zone. Obviously, it doesn't play zone. Right. It, hardly ever it, do they play zone. So then all of a sudden you're like, okay, not only are we going to play zone, but we're going to play one of the more difficult zones where each individual person has a lot of responsibilities With on their players hands. players who, who don't know what a, they're doing. Not only do they not know what they're doing, they, a lot of them just haven't been on the floor for, I mean, consistently all year. And they're then, not used to playing together. Yeah. Yes, that's what yeah. I mean. Or if they have their in different roles, right. and it's just like it was it was thrown together. And that I get it. That is the circumstance that is a product of the weird environment that we're in right now. Then don't play yes, a defense exactly. that right. requires exactly. everything to work as a unit. That's play one on one that just requi- requires like effort. That's throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Right. Yeah. And like But it's if you want to do that, I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but I feel like there's a better time to do that, and that's when you have your squad. Where yes. just nothing has worked, and you're like, "Well, this is a last ditch right. effort." And to say, to say, "Oh, well, you know, when we want to save their legs, we don't want them to get too tired." Yada yada. Like Again, you played, play you played, three. yeah. But you played Monte Morris the entire game, like consistently. Clearly, these guys can probably play the whole game, right? If you're up to, if you're up to coaching it. And I will add, like the I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. If you're going to run that defense, why the hell is Razier Bolton the number yeah. one, the top guy? Because you know what he has to do. And you've who got you people. Put up there? I would have put like Donna Stone Dubar probably. Yeah. Because I think that that's the guy who probably is most capable of one, being athletic enough to cover the mm-hmm. ground that is necessary, and two, at least having some semblance yeah. of a chance of being able to rebound down you there. You have to have like a Tasmanian devil up there. Correct. And, like when, when I played AAU, we had a girl who was a point guard and she was small, but she was a Tasmanian devil and she could displace you down on the block. And I mean, it was girls Kids, playing yeah. like and high school younger, and right. she could displace you like crazy and I mean consistently got the rebounds but that was fine it was fine that she was a little little player down there a short player and that's it's just not going to work everywhere to do that it requires a special kind of player and that's like why like that's why Syracuse is so good on defense is because not only do they play that style that like and their 2-3 is different because of the way that they play it and they stretch it out and like the guards play up really high in comparison to a normal 2-3 but like that's why, like, a Matisse Thibel, who when he played at Washington, that's why he was so good at that, was because he was the perfect kind of guy to play the top in that 2-3. And he was also capable of dropping down and playing the wing spot on that as well. And, like, he was the perfect guy to play that zone. But, like, when you don't have the pe- – one, you don't have the people to play it. And, two, like, again, like, it takes so much energy to do right. that. And, like, the only time that I've ever been in a position where, like, there's so- – my high school team, we played zone all the time. We played 2-3, and it was a lot like Syracuse's 2-3. And we had one game that we played. We were going to play a 1-2-2 against the Clarendon Academy because we were just going to pack it in. It's like we're literally only going to pack it in. We're going to make them shoot from three. From three. We don't mm-hmm. think they can shoot from three at all. So it was like this is what we're going to do. And you put the guy that we played at the top was six foot four, mm-hmm. and all he was was just like an energizer button. Mm-hmm. It's like you are going to run back and forth all game, and we're going to do that until you're so damn tired that you have to come out, and then we're going to play 2-3 for two 
two possessions, and then you're going to come back and we're going to do it again until we're up by 20, and then you guys can sit down. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And that's the only time we ever played it, and it took that guy who was like, you know, is going to give everything that he's got running back and forth every single time. And, like, I don't know. I haven't seen that there's a guy on Iowa State's roster that's going to do that yeah. kind of thing. And those players are a lot better yeah. than what the Clarendon Academy had. So, like, it – that's why I had an issue with it. It was a questionable decision. It was just, it was one of those things that in my mind, I'm like, why is this the move? You know? And like, if you want to trap at that point, I'd play a three, two, or even a one, three, one, you know, yeah. and just like trap everything and say, well, if it doesn't work, they're going to score. Well, then we're going to play so fast and go back the other way and just put up a <clears throat> ton of shots and just try and again, like darts at a dartboard play Grinnell style almost press yeah I can't believe that you just glossed past Matisse without asking me if I had anything to say <laughs> say it I mean do you have anything to say about Matisse every time the, se- the best every team time, in the Eastern every Conference. time the Sixers play I text Jared and I say do you see Matisse did you see him did you see that dunk did do you, you text it in I that said, voice yeah like, does that come you, through yeah did you see that steal in that dunk he just had plays for the best team in the Eastern Conference Sometimes the we're in a group chat together and they talk about the NBA and I just casually <laughs> I know, see myself I know. out. Notice that you you have not gotten those messages because I just Steph. Every night I just want you to check and see what Joel Embiid's line was. Okay. Last night. I'll start doing that because he's been Entities. putting up some ridiculous ones. You guys each tell me and I'll check one person's line. <laughs> I, Matisse Matisse's line yeah, will be like, gonna be like it'll be like five <laughs> points, <laughs> six <laughs> steals, yep, uh, some two rebounds. Two rebounds and uh, and an assist and then three turnovers. All right, fair. Yeah. Zero fouls. <laughs> I'm no, in. he'll he fouls. I was say it'd probably be more like two fouls. Yeah, but he'll get his two fouls right away when he checks into the game <laughs> and then he has to come out again. Oh, but he, he's he's, cute. A, he's exactly he's what they thought he would be coming out of Washington, where they're like, love him. He might not have any idea what he's doing half the time, but like <laughs> he's gonna jump the passing lanes and he's gonna he's get gonna a bucket. Be the and what's it, double. Yeah, what's double. it even matter? Yeah. yeah. You know what? He could be. That's exactly what he is. That Taz, he, yeah, he do we just be. think of his nickname for him? Taz. Taz. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening, so you can thank us later, Taz. <laughs> so we play Mississippi State on Saturday, right? Yeah. I'm watching, and I am. I'm not. I'm not giving up. I'm just. I'm watching. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm. We have the game on every time. Yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's maybe just, I, maybe it's not. I have given up. Like this season is just it is what it is. Right. But I'm going to watch because that's we're watching. We're just not sitting on the edge of our seat, right? Like you living and dying be, with right. every play. Okay, can we talk about college basketball on a larger level after a quick break? Yeah. Okay. All right. We are brought to you by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official cycling gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture your polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out on. Online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. We'll be right back. Okay, Elisa, I have been thinking about this for a while, and this week, I, mostly because it's hit home with Iowa State, it kind of solidified it for me. This, and you actually sent me a text that made me think about it. This college basketball season is just kind of a hot mess it is and it's been disappointing in a way that i didn't really anticipate because we're still playing and ultimately that's what matters we need the ncaa tournament and i fully expect it to happen i'm just not entirely sure how they're going to get there the buble i know but they're not even i'm not we'll talk about that in a second okay but i just it's just been kind of blah yeah and I think with the blue bloods out, it's tough because you just want to go root against Duke and it's not fun when they're not winning that many games. But you made a comment to me about how Kansas is significantly overrated and you think yes. it's kind of like a, the fact that they're overrated is a reaction of the everyone being like, yes. oh my God, we need the blue bloods. Yeah. But I was thinking about this. I actually enjoy years when the blue bloods are not the blue bloods and I'm not sure why, but I am just not really enjoying this year that way. And I don't know if it's because it's the season has felt so disjointed and it, it seems like you know you know at any given point who the hell is playing what players are out I don't know I've just been disappointed with it yeah I think that it, yeah I understand what you're saying about the blue bloods but I I just want somebody to be really good yeah you know? and there's not yeah I mean yeah 
and it's just everyone's kind of taking shots at each other at the top and it's like uh, could be anybody and that, I just don't that's not fun for me I don't know I just want like I want one team to be dominating and then I want to I want them to get beat is what I want yeah, it to be I get that like and maybe want, that's what I'm missing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's fun to beat Baylor in women's basketball. Yeah, you're they right. Win, 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 win. You're right. No matter what. And <laughs> sing it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it just hasn't had the same. Fl- and it's not just Iowa State not doing as well. Because I'm a college basketball fan. I pretty much any night if a game is on, I'm going to turn right. it on. This year, I'm just kind of like, meh. Yeah. I will say, like, the, the, the team that I'm interested in watching, I guess, is Michigan. Oh, I have Michigan on the list of something to talk about. Actually. Yeah, like they, that's the team that I guess that if I have a choice and I'm going through games, I'm going to watch Michigan. Do you do you just feel like the season has been underwhelming as a whole? Yeah. Okay, so it's not just me. No, yeah, I think for sure. And I think part of it too is, um, you okay there, Jared? Going to bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> he's he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> Let's time it actually do time we timed it last time was it really fast or really it, short i, I think it was remember. really fast i think so too did you say fast or short i did <laughs> yes <laughs> you know what i meant we'll tell you guys when he's back okay when so, he's back we'll say and he's back <laughs> start <that> okay <laughs> okay so this leads actually perfectly into the michigan conversation i think part of the reason i've been so frustrated with college basketball is i never really actually know what's going on and what protocols are in place and with football there were different protocols for each conference and so it was a little bit of scatterbrained but it just it had like an organized chaos feel to it whereas college basketball feels just more like chaos to me yeah and the michigan situation i don't know if you saw they shut um their entire athletic department got shut down for i think it was a total of five covid tests yeah and that was not michigan this the university's decision i think that was the what the county health or the you know a larger state entity that did it yeah but that's a perfect example of what the hell is going on because you had, and then in response to it, the student athletes wrote a, did you see their, um, their statement that they put out? Mm-mm. So they, it was, um, let me try to find it. They put out a student a-, a joint statement that basically says, we know COVID is real. We, we're taking it seriously. We understand why you feel the need to shut down certain things, but it's not it's not necessary to shut down the entire athletic department yeah minimize it to that specific program that you know do the contact tracing do whatever you needed to do but a lot of us are following the rules right so let us follow the rules and continue participating right and go ahead sorry that's just kind of the that's kind of the also feeling about when the nba was in the bubble last year and then they're still wearing masks and it's like i get it right but all of these there no one has come in or out and i get like wearing masks I don't know if I get it. I don't understand where it could have come in because the hotel staff was all right. in the bubble and it's just for looks. And so then is that what this is? It's just for looks like you're, you're and that's, just, and that's kind of what they were saying. And, and they, this, the state, I'll just read from it. It says placing the entirety of student athletes in a mandated quarantine instead of working it on working on it i assume is what they meant to say on a team by team basis is unfair to the athletes who have followed all protocols necessary to compete and have had no contact with the confirmed cases and it was it's a three paragraph statement i found it to be very powerful because they're acknowledging the seriousness of it yeah. while at the same time saying like but you want us to follow these rules we are so let us play right and it's just that kind of stuff is what's really frustrating me with college basketball this year yeah. and probably beyond college basketball just everything society as a whole right yeah. now but but it's just been, it, it just feels so weird. Yeah. It just feels like you're saying, well, you guys are kids. So do what we tell you to do. Like, no, these are young men. Like they're and following it's, and protocols. And it's the entire athletic right. too. Yeah. Right. Like these are, these are adults, as we said earlier, like yeah. they're adults who play this game and they have made decisions and they have made choices and sacrifices. And, right. and so reward them for the sacrifices they made. Exactly. And I actually, I meant to follow up to see what happened with it, but I'm, I'm not sure that anything <clears> has necessarily, but I just wish he's back he's back how long was it three minutes oh it's not as fast as i anticipated i had to say my abc's while i, I was gonna hands. say he sang happy birthday, birthday. twice while he <laughs> um the, the bubble that the tournament bubble i'm curious how this is gonna work yeah do we know jared have they as far as conference tournaments 
do we have like sufficient time between the tournaments and the and the the NCAA tournaments to like actually ensure that there's the well I think they pushed the NCAA tournament back I think they did too yeah Yeah. uh for that reason probably I think in theory okay there's no reason to have conference I agree I mean like I we it's such a waste of time yeah I mean in a normal year they're the best to let us win it honestly actually (laughs) unpopular opinion for being honest, there's really no point in them anyway. But but they're fun. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. they're, they're just fun. Yeah. Like yeah. I there's think no if we point to, do, to them because Kansas is going to cry about being the regular season champion even if you win. So right. Uh. Well, and in reality, like I don't know. Like, what's the value of them other than for TV? One. That is the that, value. That is that's the value right. in it. Hold like, up. <laughs> what's the value of sports at all if it's not for TV? Okay, fine. Fair, but you understand the, the uh, point. It's for morale. <laughs> Where else would we play the national Who's anthem? Who's morale? <laughs> Mine. I love sports. I never want them to go away again. Where, and where do you watch them? I get it, Elisa. Your okay. point has been made. Right, right. Where else would we play the national anthem? <laughs> In our backyards. <laughs> Kindergarten. That's the no, Pledge of Allegiance. The Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. <laughs> My point proven. I'll, you both I'll proven sing it right tonight. now. No, don't. Okay. Please. Next anyway, time. I'm just worried. I'm just I'm worried. I'm bracing myself. But we have to have the damn thing. Otherwise, the NCAA is in big trouble. So mm-hmm. they'll figure it's it true. out. Um, did you watch Jamie Pollard's video about, you know, the status of the athletic department? I did. That pedestrian bridge is beautiful. I know. It's cool. Here's the thing that I'm are concerned about. Are you going to knock on it? Because if you are, I might throw something. No, no. Okay. Here's the thing that I'm concerned about. Will kids throw empty cans off of it i i feel like it was high enough maybe you think but yeah okay yeah uh, that's something i would legitimately think about as an engineer 3 a.m so I hope- i'm up thinking about it so. <laughs> well i would hope that some engineer that's getting paid a lot of money will think about that too. hopefully because in i think it was alex gukin who made a good point like that's such a bottleneck there yes. making and making kids leave their beer like there's beer on either side of the I road know. just let them walk across the street with it so hopefully they'll just let them walk over the pedestrian bridge with it and we won't have all of that garbage honestly i wish the beer uh, the bridge was longer like there was more time more to, to, to walk on it uh that's like one of my favorite things when i've gone to games in lincoln the place that we parked uh it's called the bottoms which is like i mean you're across like some railroad tracks and there's like a road and like there's a lot of space in between there and the stadium but like walking across that bridge i have seen some stuff i believe let me that. tell you <laughs> and like that was i think that that was some where, wink wink nudge nudge yeah i think that that was where i was first introduced to what the world is really like walking <laughs> on that bridge that's where i found out where babies were made <laughs> uh, well i don't know about that but uh i've seen some people that were like that's probably the first place I ever Shaking saw someone drunk. Hands. You yes. know? Like I ever Elbow saw someone bumping. drunk. <laughs> it was and they and not only did I see them drunk, but I saw them like puking. Yeah. Off the bridge. Jared that's him. what I imagine happening on on University Ave. Just people puking off the bridge. Elisa. It's gonna be glorious. <laughs> Elisa is drinking something, she's smelling the top of it. Does it smell okay? Can you consume it? I don't know. Yeah, it smells I mean uh, it's uh, Cody Road bourbon. Yes. Is, yeah. That That's is what it is. the crack of the can, obviously. The can. <laughs> Pour <laughs> a little in my Coke. <laughs> I just thought the pedestrian bridge, bridge was beautiful. Yeah, it looks so. cool. I'm, and I want an RV now, to, so I just have a reason to <laughs> take it. I love it. I thought so that, are, they, what? are they taking those intramural fields out? I think so. <laughs> I don't Don't know. take my legacy. That's your legacy. Well, they yeah. just redid a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I yeah. don't know. I mean, they put those scoreboards and stuff in. Yeah. Like now, when I was in school, we all had Back to fight. We all had to fight about what the score <laughs> of the intramural game is. You know, the intramural oh, flag football yeah. game. It gets <laughs> down to the wire, and they're like, "No, we got our two-point conversion. No, you didn't. You didn't get it." Well, then now we're gonna have a real scoreboard. You know, not this random kid sitting on the sideline. But that also means some random kid flipping the numbers is also gonna be running the scoreboard. So does this really solve your problem? I think not. My point was made. Well, Finally, maybe, I got one. Maybe they'll have like an official clock now. A brisk wind won't come by. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say something sad and then we'll end it on something happy. Guys, it's been... Wait, because, what? end this whole thing? Well, do you have more? What about all the stuff that I brought? You told me you didn't have no, anything. No, this is what I exactly what I told you guys was going to happen, that she would just... St- Give all of her things, and then I would get hyper up, and then Feel all my free things. free to tell me about your things, then. My things are women doing oh, extraordinary things. You know what? You actually, things. you told me this. I'm sorry. 
go. I don't think I told you that. Yes, you did. You did a text message today. What did I say? Do you want me to read the text? Yeah. Just, just don't read. Don't read. Don't read, don't read that text. text. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me about your women doing the incriminating text. Um, Jennifer King, first black woman to be full time coach in the NFL. Yes. Full time offensive assistant at Washington. I think she's the running backs, uh, running backs coach. Um, she was a coaching intern in 2020, which I thought was really interesting. I wonder if that's a paid position. I don't know, but I mean. Hmm, I was going to say I assume so, but I think that's a dumb assumption. I don't know the answer to that. Un- Save it. That's, we <laughs> okay. can go off on a rant on that. <laughs> Unpaid internships are bull hockey. Yes, that's something. Um, let's let's talk about that next time. Okay. 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 Bye. <laughs> um, this the second female assistant position coach behind Tampa Bay's Lori Locust. And then Sarah Thomas is going to be the first woman to officiate a Super Bowl. Here's the thing. Wasn't a fan of her officiating in the Saints-Tampa oh. Bay game. I think I may have told you this <laughs> during the game, but she just kept looking at somebody else to make the calls that were her calls. It, it's right in front of you. Like either, yeah, either say it's a touchdown or not. Don't, like, you're the down judge. Like, you're right there watching them cross the line. Either they crossed it or they didn't. Put your arms up or don't. Anyways, but I appreciate you were. I mean, you're being critical of her. And I, I actually appreciate that, which is what I would also yes. do with a man. Yep. Um, but still she, cool regardless. Yes, yeah, she was the first female full-time official in the NFL. Uh, began in 2015. Not the first female official because Shannon Easton was a replacement ref during the 2012 lockout. So, okay. first full-time Got it. official and i look they they only average like one hundred and seventy-eight thousand, which i guess is still a lot don't dollars think, yeah a year don't you think they should be making more that's a lot of money i know but think about like what some of these dudes playing are making and some of the dudes coaching i know but these officials like they're not working out during a week i mean they're probably doing things to keep themselves in shape but I like know. to me it's i don't know it's almost it's a full-time job i understand well i actually don't know is it a full-time job that's no they should no be making, i mean they play they play what they do like 18 games or something no that's that is sufficient <laughs> i think she should be making more um out of your damn mind <laughs> and then let's see natalie Sago and jenna one. schroeder yeah. were the first female duo to officiate the same nba game they worked the hornets magic game and about a third of nba teams also have female coaches on their staff but i believe that the hornets and magic are two that do not weird so i just thought that was an interesting thing that is do you feel like that's happened this type of stuff like the first yes. is happening more this year yes or in the last I year i said that i, I yes I i'm happy about that. that yeah it's it seems it's long overdue and it's still slow but it seems like there's a little momentum yeah i'm good with that let's I love keep it. it rolling and then guys we have a rule on this podcast and it should just be a life rule don't, don't read, read the, the comments. comments y'all what'd you read here's the thing oh god any person who says why bring race into this is gonna be white <laughs> a this is true any person who says women shouldn't xyz is, is a man yeah yeah um and the third thing is they're never gonna have their real picture as their profile picture how do i know that they're white and they're males because they refer to people who are not white and people who are not men as them and they yeah so they're they're saying the i am person, not the other group yes right i am not in that right. demographic that just in case somebody Versus wanted we. right yeah just in case somebody wanted to at me um but i just don't understand being a, an internet troll what did what can you tell us what spurred this um i was just looking at all of the oh, comments um, to these being yeah. women yeah i had one that i had saved but it's not showing up on this for some reason but you know just, what that's probably okay for yeah, your blood probably pressure good just like people saying like oh the token woman and oh well she doesn't even look like a woman like are you time out you're gonna degrade a woman by saying that she looks like a man but you're saying that men are better than women like uh, (laughs) mental gymnastics y'all it's great it's tough it's really tough and you just wonder to be an internet troll and then to just carry on with your nine to five 
your wife and kids. That's a that's sad. I'm sorry and it for can't you. Be, it can't be wildly fulfilling. No, it's got to be like the short lived. Like I got them, and then but, you need more, and that's gross. But it's really gross yeah. to be just to say horrible things to people, and just to like throw out things on Twitter to get a reaction, and your reaction's going to be negative and the shock and awe. I just don't understand how it fulfills you. No, I'm with you eat a cookie or something that's generally always the better option cheesecake i prefer i think i'd go cookie but yeah. you know i'm not gonna turn down cheesecake i make a good cheesecake like junior's cheesecake with the little yes uh it's like a cake on the bottom a very thin cake instead of might be ordering one of these from you oh yeah guys if i'm gonna give you a plug Check out Elisa's Bakery. It's Sift and Sprinkle. So I know you're on Instagram. I'm only on Instagram. Check it out, guys. She's got some amazing stuff, especially for Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day. I just hit a thousand followers, which I felt like was a big deal. So when do people have to have their orders in for Very soon, because I'm about to cut it off. Okay, well, I need to do it then. So don't close it till I do it. Okay. Okay. All right. Everybody else, forget you, but I'm I'm a VIP here, okay? It came in hot and heavy, but I I may have an idea for the Super Bowl. So keep your eyes peeled. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. The big game. Can we call it the Super Bowl as media members? The yeah, big yeah. game. Wait, I didn't see what he said. It doesn't matter. We'll call it the big game. He said no. <laughs> the big game. Okay, wait. That before we talk about the big game, um, it's been a year since Kobe passed away. I know. That was on the top of my list, and I ignored it. I We don't have to go into, into detail, but it's. I've said this a lot. This past year has been such a weird... Uh, well, it's been weird for a lot of reasons, but the way time has felt, so many things have felt like they go so fast and so many things have feel felt like they take forever. Yep. It feels like 10 years ago when he passed away and also like, I'm like oh my gosh. Yeah. Where it's were just, you when you found out? I was trying to think about that today because I heard Chris and Ross talking about it on Fanatics and what what day of the week was it? Was it a Sunday? Sunday. It was a Sunday. I remember where I actually I was. know where I was I now. Where I was. I remember Was you're it? the one who told me. Yes. Yep. Gosh. Yeah, I was at a sports bar downtown with my in-laws, and we were all sitting around just in this big booth watching TV, and all of a sudden Arnold was like, no, no. And then like 10 minutes later, it shows up on all the TVs. I have purposely tried to avoid like reading and looking at things today only because, and this isn't, this has no, I mean, it's not Kobe's fault, but to me, that was the start of the year getting really bad. And it just like, I don't like thinking about it for all sorts of reasons. Agreed. But we should have known what we were in for at that point. uh, Yeah. And it's, and I remember the three of us sitting around talking about it being sad. Mm-hmm. And now in hindsight, it's almost more sad because things just got so bad after that. Like I just, we, I don't know. Yeah. Last year was, this is just a personal note. Like last year was a very, er, yeah, last year was a very strange year for me. Like, how can you say that the worst year of your life was the year that your child was born? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a tough year. Yeah. And lost were, my job, yeah. like still don't have a job. Right. Like it was a tough year. Had to stay home with the kids. Like a lot of what I considered like my value was gone. Yeah. Having to totally like re-understand what it was that I believed in myself and right. all of the stuff. But then like your, your kid was born. So how can you say that that's the worst year of your yeah, life? That's a very unique. And it's so hard when I hear people say like, God, 2020 was so horrible. And it's like, yeah, it was horrible. But like Malcolm was born. But I, year. yeah. And, but you and I talk about this a lot too. I mean, it's possible for those things to both be true. Right. I guess. Right. Yeah. That is really weird. I don't know. You're it right. was just a thought. That also, I had. it doesn't feel like Malcolm was born in that I year. Know. And I think it's because I separate that because yeah. that was one of the good things. Yeah. Know? It happened like a month into all of this. We didn't know if my husband would be I able to remember come that too. To Gosh. Hospital when I was having him. Nobody else could come. I mean, I don't think visitors are still allowed at uh, the hospital. You're right. But did not have to wear a mask to then, give birth. Yeah. That changed so, shortly thereafter. Yeah. Dang. I know. A lot has happened. Do you remember a time where we didn't have to wear masks? Yeah, it just kind of feels like the norm now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, on that note. (laughs) Okay, this is going to, we're going to end this on a positive. Okay. Talk about the big game. Who are you excited for? The weekend? 
I, I like The Weeknd a lot. No, you want Shakira, but I want Shakira and, Shakira and J Lo back. No, bring them. No, bring them back. Who do you never want to see do the Super Bowl again, again? as a halftime show? As a halftime show. Oh gosh, we talked about this on one of the pods about bad halftime. Yeah, you know who I would like to see come back? New Kids on the Block. Oh yep. Mm. What are Justin and Janet doing? <laughs> <laughs> they may or may not be permanently banned Bring Bruce Springsteen was not particularly great I am going to get killed for this But Paul McCartney was I mean it's amazing And maybe it's because I've also like seen him live And when so it's he? like I've I've checked that off Man that was a while ago I feel like yeah. it was a while ago yeah. okay. I don't remember that but I do remember that one uh, I feel like the Black Eyed Peas just by proxy should never be able to do it again because of when Fergie sang the national anthem yeah. at the NBA All-Star game that one year. They're Who's, just banned from sporting events. Who is singing the national anthem? Do we know? I'm uh, sure we know. Hold no on. Idea. Didn't, weren't there, aren't there already like betting odds on this? I'm Let's sure take guesses. There are. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm going to see if Whether I can it. Whether it's going to be over under. Oh, gosh. I mean, Lady Gaga. Oh, she was so good at the inauguration. So though. good. Uh, Mariah oh. Carey. Oh, guys, are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Is it a guy or a girl? It looks to be both. I don't know the female. What genre is it? Country and R&B. Which it sounds like they're singing together. Carrie Underwood? No. It's a, the country is man. A man. We oh. don't like him, by the way, in Ames, Iowa, when he comes to oh. college game Eric day. Church. Eric Church. Okay. Eric and, Church and, and... Jasmine Sullivan? No, no idea who that is. No. Uh, interesting. I don't know. Can I say, though, the kid who played the guitar for the national anthem for the Chiefs game, that was awesome. This past weekend? Yes. I, I missed it. it. Oh, it was super okay, good. Okay, check it out. Yeah. That's one of those things that, like, I... You know, like everybody talks about, like when Jimi Hendrix did that yeah. at Woodstock, and that was like one of those really crazy things. I don't know that they're, I mean, I've never played the guitar, but apparently that's really hard to play that song. Mm-hmm. But every, like every time that you hear someone play it, it's so cool. Yeah. And especially when someone plays it really well. That yeah. kid did a really good job. He was like 15. And oh, was, wow. He's uh, apparently one of the cast members for School of Rock. Oh, and he's from Broadway. Kansas City. Yeah, no that's way. cool. Yeah. I have a friend who was one of the guys in the pit for School of Rock. That's really cool too. Two years ago, when they came through here, he like came and did some laundry at our house. Yeah, I don't <laughs> that's know. A if, fun little nugget. I, I guess I assume that he's on Broadway. I don't know if that I'm one's sure. Still, yeah. Maybe like, either on Broadway, Broadway right or the traveling show. Either yeah. way. Um, I'm a, okay. Here's one person that we can never come back for a halftime show: Katy Perry and the stupid sharks. I like Katy Perry. Uh, don't you dare insult Left Shark. I'm insulting Left Shark. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I like Katy Perry, too. So You don't remember when Beyonce had the, the big tiger thing? That Do you guys remember that deal? The tiger thing. There, I just remember there was, like, this big, like, robot. Like, I don't it know. maybe, like, had... I know I didn't make this up. <laughs> I think that that was the year that I was at Simpson, and when the lights went out at the Superdome. Oh, that was BM. Yes, that uh, was the year the lights went out. Madonna at the was. Do you remember Madonna doing those weird things with the ropes? That wasn't very good either. Remember when the lights went out and we had the um, NCAA wrestling tournament at Wells Fargo Arena and all the lights went out? I remember that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Got all new lights. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Who else has even done them? I have the list. The Prince one was good. Um, okay, so Shakira and J-Lo. Maroon 5. That was that sucked, by the way. I like Maroon 5, too. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. I love JT. Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. J- he came back. Wait, yeah, you know who I want to Just Jane and his band. Yeah. I would like to see John Legend sing the National Anthem. I'm in for that. Love him. Love him. Uh, I also love Bruno Mars, and he's done it twice. He did it with Red Hot Chili Peppers and Coldplay. Love Red Hot Chili Peppers. That, was, that? A, that was a good one. I sat front row for Red Hot Chili Peppers um, show one time. We should YouTube the, that halftime show together and text about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Madonna, Beyonce, we already talked about The Who, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty. I love Tom Petty. Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Janet, Shania Twain. We're Man, they really, had a, they really had a vibe there in the, yeah. during the 2000s. They really shifted in about I 2012. Like in the 2000s, they had everybody a little too late. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, what, a super, it's the big game. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, that, it's really it's odd. interesting. Looking back at that now, it's like, why them? I thought you know? Paul McCartney was the year after Janet and... She was. Or he was, I mean. Okay, yep, that's what I right. thought. Yeah. Because they were like, you know who's not going to have a nip slip? <laughs> Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why they did it. 
Actually, I bet you're right, Jared. Why they did what? Like why they pivoted to uh, a safer. Who, like, who oh, they have sure. like in the five years after that? Okay, so it's that was the okay. Then so Tom Paul Petty. McCartney, Rolling Stones, Prince, Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Good yeah, call. Yeah, they they They've, definitely were like, okay, we're we messed up the one year. Oh no, yeah, that's a thing. We're gonna for pivot sure. hard t- yeah. and really play into our the NFL's base of uh, middle-aged white men. Yes. Wait, that's the NFL's base? I had no idea. <laughs> Women are the fastest fastest growing demographic of sports um, fans. Hell. I mean, it was when I was in college in ways, and I just keep fitting that fact out. That's probably true. <laughs> I mean, I think children I'm, are probably the biggest, the fastest growing demographic, but that's just because there's no, kids born every year and there's new sports fans. No, because then every year a kid becomes an adult. Oh, fair. And then there are the same like number, of, and yeah. then they get, then they okay, can we move need to figure into out the, the adult. Well, no, we need to figure demo. out the birth rate from anyway. each year. Like, see how that works out. Next know, year, birth rate is going to either skyrocket or plummet. I honestly was expecting there to be a lot of kids like it this time. It was the <laughs> opposite. <laughs> it was way down. Born. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people are like poor we don't have jobs no oh. are tired of their the people oh, that they live yes, with yes right right <laughs> yes, don't but, me. but think like at the time at the you're right at the beginning we didn't know how long this would last right at the time yeah. it's like oh look we got all this time at home think about all the fun that we can have <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah eight and a half months pregnant <laughs> that's well, what i was thinking yeah, I tough. god do you guys remember that nope we don't all right move on <laughs> uh i'm gonna be cheering for the chiefs because Corey is really infatuated with patrick mahomes and she has a little stuffed cow that we got from a friend um who's now works for the chiefs and it has a it's a stuffed cow and it has a chief shirt and she calls it chief moo moo oh that's funny and she's it, she carries the damn thing around everywhere so she's she's all in for patrick mahomes i love it she was not she was terrified when he got hurt yeah so we're going we're going all in on the chiefs yeah i'm over tom brady too forget yeah it. i'm very much over tom brady and the tom brady brought I, brought them i to appreciate the what Super tom Bowl. brady is i find him to be an incredible like his legacy is incredible i'm over it it's the defense we're he threw it. three picks get this goat crap out of your mouth <laughs> he threw three picks in that game the defense goat. won it anyways low-key key. i don't feel like it could get any better like for the Super Bowl? Well, you for mean the Tom matchup? Brady? No, please I, let this be the Explain end. yourself, no, no, Jared. No. What do you So mean? last year, you know, last year the Patriots lose in the first round and it seemed like it was all set up for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to avenge the game from 2018, 2019, I guess, when, you know, the offsides on D Ford and like all that kind of stuff. And it was like, they finally was everybody, you know, going in the year, it's like, man, the Chiefs are going to be the, that's the team. Mm-hmm. They're the ones to beat, but they have to beat the Patriots. Right. And they never got a chance to beat the Patriots. And so this is like the, this is the final boss. He's well, got to like beat, he's got to beat that. Brady. Like we all know, like, I think most people know, like Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, but before you can sit there and be like, he is the unquestioned Number one guy. You got to beat the final, you gotta, the final boss. You got to beat the king. You got to beat the outgoing goat. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you, I, you can't even say it. Well, and, and I think that he's good enough and this team is good enough that he could be in that conversation before he's done. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But there, there will always be that thing. If they can't, if he can't beat him, there will always be that thing that he never beat Tom Brady. It's true. So that's where I feel like he's this is perfect beat, for him. To he's got to he beat can, Bowser. He can. Yes. Yeah. This is Bowser's final castle. He's trying to get uh, uh, Princess, Princess Peach. Peach. Yeah, and 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 the game, the the part that like only weirdos ever actually got to, because the I Mario did. games take forever. You yeah, know? but you have to know all the shortcuts. But still, the Mario games take forever. I grew up on Mario games. That's all I'm saying. Elise's eyes just glossed. Yeah, over. I played Duck Hunt in my friend's house once. <laughs> and that um and the track game, but we used our hands. Yeah. Yep. Only Anyways. money bags had the track game. Your no. friend must have been a money yeah, bag. Yeah, she wasn't money bags. I'll tell you who wasn't. Yours truly. Also Pro- yours truly. Probably even had the Duck Hunter gun. Oh. Wait, oh. didn't that come oh, with that the had a gun. Yeah. 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 Even my family had a gun, and we were the opposite of money bags. So. I think that came with the, <laughs> yeah, the NES. We didn't though. have yeah. any play boxes. Play boxes. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Stations. What do you call? Okay, we're gonna we're Game gonna sign consoles. off after this. I swear. Okay. But what do you call the thing that you change the TV by? Channel changer. I, I knew know. you would have a weird I one. I know. I know. I used to have a, a, a classmate growing up who called it the TV box. It's a remote. I know. It's a channel changer. I know. What do you call the meal that you eat after lunch? Every every meal to me is supper. 
I call it. So I it took years for to me, me to break supper. So. I'll be like, "What do you want for supper?" And Arnold's like, "It's eleven forty-five a.m. This is going to be lunch." Sorry, no, channel changer. Channel changer. Do you so call I, out a remote? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I know. It's okay. It's I still love you. Also, the way that I say bagel, people think is bagel. Weird. You sound I like you're from Minnesota. From like Dubuque or I something. I can't hear. I can't change it. Bagel. That's the that's the funniest thing to me. That the that's like a normal thing or bag. Big. Where's your bag at? Bag. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. But the people who say it like that don't even know yeah. that they're saying it. Weird. I can't. I can't hear it being different than the way that you guys say it. Leif swears that I have an accent. You kind of do. I've noticed it before. I thought his name was Leif. I thought that for a long time too. I've had this conversation with several people yeah. here recently, but it is Leif. Leif. I have no- Leif, if you're listening, I apologize. It's probably not. It's Alisa, <laughs> not Alyssa. I get oh, you it. can sympathize. Yeah. Are you going to get me sauerkraut tomorrow from Ames? I've placed Negatory. a special request for a specific no, family. I have sauerkraut. a lot of things to do tomorrow and getting sauerkraut and bringing it home in my car. Sounds you don't like, have to open it. That sounds like putting a bunch of potato olays in my car. <laughs> it's and full circle. Yeah. That's perfect. Well done. <laughs> Driving to Des Moines. Heck no. All right. It's been a fun one. It's good to see you guys. Love you both. Go Cyclones. Go State.